you're only making excuses to yourself. The world and the universe doesn't care about your excuses. It's only slowing yourself down, really. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, former on-air entertainment host and past professional fitness competitor and health coach. And several times per week, I'll be bringing you epic guest conversations and solo episodes along with the tools, tricks, and tips that you need in order to step into your power, own your purpose, and stand out in the world as the most vibrant version of you. Because I believe that the more you you are in the world, the more successful and fulfilled you will be. So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get amplified because blending in is bullshit. Today, I'm sitting down with my dear friend, Kelsey Ayers, who is the CEO and founder of Sweat CBD and her newest business vertical, Boss Box. Kelsey is also a business mentor specializing in e-commerce and affiliate marketing, as well as the host of the popular podcast for entrepreneurs called Figuring It Out with Kelsey Ayers. Kelsey grew and scaled Sweat CBD to a multiple six-figure business in under one year and has helped other e-commerce businesses scale from four to six and seven figures in just a few months. BossBox is Kelsey's newest venture in her business portfolio and will bring aspiring entrepreneurs an expedited, done-for-you online business, helping them to avoid wasting valuable time and money and fast-track their way to creating revenue with their own online business. In the spring of 2021, Kelsey will also be launching a self-guided course called Degree in CPG, showing new CPG business owners the ins and outs of creating a CPG company. Hope you guys love this chat. Kelsey, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Amplify. So, so pumped to have you here. We're going to get started with some rapid fire questions. So what is something that you are grateful for right now? Ooh, great question. I'm actually grateful that tomorrow I'm going to shut my phone off for four days. I'm going to Mexico and I am not, I'm, I'm unplugging for four full days and I can't wait because I can't just wait to take a deep breath. So I'm really grateful for the guacamole and tequila that is in my very oh my near, near future. Oh my gosh. That sounds amazing. Okay. So when you say, hold on, this is rapid fire, but I want to talk about yeah. this a little bit more <laughs> unplug and like turn your phone off for four days. What yeah. does that actually mean and look like? Are you just like not going to check email or it is going off and you're no, just taking pictures? Like what's happening? It's going off, but I'm also like, I'm somebody that preps for this kind of stuff. So I knew two months ago that I was going to take these four days off. So everyone that I work with has zero expectations with, uh, from me. I would obviously never ditch on my expectations. Um, but I said, I'm going to be gone from this day to this day and I will not be able to answer my phone. So, you know, if (laughs) figure it out, (laughs) I love it. That's so, so important. And where in Mexico are you going? Uh, we're going to Cabo. 
Nice. Yeah. And how often do you do little getaways like this or like social media, like unplugging detoxes? Yeah. My husband and I, we do a lot of traveling. We do like probably every other weekend we're going somewhere. Um, but that really motivates me because I do like Monday through Monday through Friday. I am like hyper-focused. I am just like grinding because I also know that then Saturday and Sunday, usually I can kind of shut off a little bit, but it's not usually this level of like shut off. It's usually yes. more so like, I'm still available. I'll still be working in the mornings kind of thing, but it's just something that we really like to do to kind of keep us amped for like the week. And then also mm -hmm. just, yeah, just, a, it's like a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing when you're working really hard and it changes scenery. So. Absolutely. I love it. Well, I'm excited to hear all about it when you get back. And next question, what is one of your guilty pleasures? Oh my God. <laughs> I have a lot of them. Let, let's um, hear them. Um, bravo. So I am okay. I'm like addicted to the Real Housewives. I, I can't help it. It is like, it's, it's just something that I love. After like working all day, I can look at it and my mind just literally shuts off. Like yeah. I get to listen to somebody else's bullshit instead of thinking about my own. So that's yeah. kind of how I look at it. Um, I got into last year, like I, shit, I... I think I watched a few seasons of the Kardashians and I, I, the only reality TV I watch is occasionally the bachelor, not really like, and bachelorette, not really so much anymore, but that's pretty much it. And 2020, I jumped into the Kardashians for a little while and yeah, I, I hear you with that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that, and just like any, like, I love like chips and French fries. So like, mm -hmm. I, that's one thing that I don't even say it's guilty because I love it. So it's yeah. just, it's just, part of my life. It's just the regimen. Yeah. Own it. I love it. I love it. And, and a good cocktail. You, you, oh, I you guys are pizza. such foodies and yeah. yeah. And enjoy a nice, nice dinner and some cocktails and stuff, I which absolutely I, I love. absolutely do, Lauren. You have that yes. right. <laughs> What's a random fact that people don't know about you? Ooh, mm -hmm. when I was, um, three years old, I super glued my eyes open what <laughs> wait what yeah so okay I'll, I'll tell you the story and like it. this is insane so I actually had pink eye in both eyes and my and I had gotten eye drops from the doctor and my mom went into the shower and she and I was outside of her room um and she always had told me like when you put your eye drops in don't blink for a second like hold oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh so I'm laying when she walks out of the shower I'm laying on the ground and had put super glue I thought that was my eye drops in my eye and it had dried so oh my and what happened I, they had to peel it out and I am legally blind <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm so blind I'm like kind of like if my contacts aren't in From I can't the even glue I would assume so because nobody in my nobody else in my family has eye issues and so, before that you were fine I I don't remember <laughs> um oh my so yeah, but can I'm like, kind of imagine like running into walls. If my contacts aren't in kind of blind, I can only see wow. colors really like just kind of like variations of colors. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that's hilarious. No, it's great. Dude, it's great. dude. Okay. Unrelated, but this is, Hey, this is what we do here. We're going to talk about all the things and it's okay. If we're not perfectly it. like linear with it. Did you hear about this girl who used gorilla glue? I heard this here I heard and now she's this. suing the gorilla glue company. Oh this no! This is like the strongest glue that you can find. Definitely not for the human body. Why would you ever do that as an adult? Her back for being so stupid. And then the gall to sue them yeah. for being an idiot. Oh, like God. my 
goodness. And oh, it, I, anyway. I heard that it was like in there for a month. Yeah. <laughs> she used those hairspray. She I hope she really liked that uh, that style. <laughs> but I think it was like hairspray oh. to then like for a wig or something. I don't know. But yeah, note like you guys, glue yeah. that should be for household things and that kind of stuff. Never on your body. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to be too proud here because this last Halloween I created myself little devil horns with tinfoil and I used the, the gorilla glue on the inside of the tinfoil to make them. And I thought that, you know, a oh, day no. later when I put them in my hair and wrapped my hair around them, it'd be dry. But when it came to take them out, I had to use, a, I had to have my friend pour a vodka bottle on the top of my head and start scraping it out. Cause I, I Googled that vodka was supposed to help it like oh, deteriorate. This is amazing. This is so, amazing. Yeah, so I guess I don't have that good of a, a track record. Adventures with glue. glue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> adventures with glue in Kelsey's life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you do now, which we will get into, because you, like me, are a serial entrepreneur, if you weren't doing what you're up to currently, what kind of job or career would you have? Ooh. You know, one of the things that I've always like loved and always said I would do when I was younger, I obviously just didn't, you know, think about it too fully was being like a travel blogger and someone that got mm. to work for like a, a, a hotel chain or an airline um, and travel the world and literally just write about all of the amazing things you see. That sounds great, but I, uh, at the same time, I am an equally equally amount of a homebody and I love being around my yes. family. So that would be really tough, but it sounds cool, right? Like it would just be cool to say I've been to like most of the countries in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Any weird talents or secret oh. skills? Ooh, I can kind of wiggle my ears. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I feel like you just tried to do it, but since you're wearing a beanie, it's, see. I mean, it's hard to know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm doing it too, but you can just see my eyebrows. Okay. Um, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, a fashion designer, which like yeah. is hilarious because why? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, look, look at hello. me right now. Look at me. <laughs> hey, it I looks wear great. a sweatshirt and a beanie like every day. And I have, and I just like to wear tennis shoes. So yeah. But you do have good style. I would say you have, you have, you have good style. I like it. All right. Last time that you, when's the last time that you cried? Mm. Um, oh, wow. Um, two days ago. Yeah, probably same. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a full on like ball, but it was like, it, it was like a frustration cry. Okay. Okay. Are you a crier or just like? No, it takes a lot for me yeah. to like get to that level. But then when I do, I get that like frog in my throat. And yeah. if, if something, somebody says something the wrong way, or I just take something the wrong way. Like, more so, How are you? Like, and you're like, oh. <laughs> And all I need to do is have like three, four tears come down and then it's like, it goes away. Yeah. But yeah. It's I'm, just like, I'm yeah. I cry like all the time, but also same. Like it's, I, I need like a 30 second cry. Then we good. Yeah. You know? It's more of a frustration um, type cry than a sad cry. I think. Yeah. So. I get that. And last rapid fire question. When's the last time that you laughed so hard that you almost peed your pants? Last night. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, I, I do this all the time though. I don't know. My husband is just, he cracks me up and he just does the most stupid shit. <laughs> and I just, I love, I love it. I don't know. I just, he, oh. he cracks me up. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, that's something like in your relationship that shit, having fun together is so 
freaking important. Oh, yeah. So and being important. able to like understand each other's humor and like know exactly what to say that's going to make that person laugh. I, I yes. love that. Yes. Timing it when they're like about to drink yes. water or eat yes. something, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. 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 So as we touched on a little bit, you are quite a serial entrepreneur, have a lot of really amazing projects going on. Can you tell us about all the things that you are working on and, and have in the yeah. works? Yes. Okay. I'll kind of give you like a little like expedited timeline breakdown here. So yes. I was working for someone for a long time. I have been a hard, like overly hard worker my whole life. I've been started working when I was like 15, always had like three jobs. Um, and I, I did it to, I, I feel like there was a part of it that I was, was always, always kind of like self-validation. I really liked to make my own money, but I didn't really know what I ever wanted to do. So I would just work extra hard and kind of just think that it would appear. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until I actually like stepped away from um, working for someone that I was able to really go on like a true path of like self-discovery and figure out what I wanted to do. And it just perfectly coincided with the time that CBD came into my life. I had struggled with anxiety for honestly, as, as long as I can remember. And I was taking medication for it, but it just never really helped and never really made me feel good. So once I discovered CBD, I realized like this could not only, you know, help me personally, there it is <laughs> <laughs> right at my desk. So I'm yes. like, do we feel anxious today? Oh, there it is. Great. Yes. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I knew that not only, you know, had I found something that was going to help me, but I also was like, I think this is something I could like finally like stand behind and see myself creating a business out of. And I can have that freedom mm -hmm. that I've always wanted and craved. And so sweat CBD was born. It, it, honestly happened a lot faster and a lot, it was a lot more successful than I had ever planned it to be. I love that, right? Um, yeah, it was, it was just, I think there was so much passion because I was selling something that I, it truly changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like it really changed my life. Um, I was not headed down a great path before just being so like stricken with anxiety every single day. And when I was able to relieve that, your view on the world just really changes. Like you start yeah. seeing things in a different way. So I started sweat CBD. It was, um, about two years in that I started, um, building the affiliate program for it. And then the affiliate program really kind of let the business run on it by itself. And I've started thinking, all right, I have some extra time here. So what can I do? I don't, I like to be busy. I like to be very, yes. very busy. It's, yes. it's something that I crave. And um, at the time I had um, started helping out um, two other e-commerce brands, which I helped scale from like four figures to six figures in just about six months. So Amazing. everything really took off with that. And I was able to kind of leverage that success and start helping other people build affiliate programs and start helping other people do more so like uh, scale their e-commerce businesses. Mm -hmm. So after that, I'm kind of like, all right, well, I'm kind of just doing this like freelance style. I want to turn it into something a little bit more like strategic. I want to actually create this into a business. And so about four-ish months ago, I was on a walk and I was listening to a podcast about um, someone franchising their business. And I thought, mm. wow, this is this would be so cool to be able to do some, someday. Because I really love the idea that with franchising, you can basically give somebody the opportunity to become an entrepreneur without them having to like do the nitty gritty. They get to walk yeah. into basically like a turnkey business. And 
building a brand from scratch is not for everybody. Some people want to be their own boss, but they don't necessarily want to do the building part. So I continue to think like, how could I provide that to someone someday? Because I, the, the joy that being an entrepreneur gives me, I want to, you know, I want to help other people feel that as well. So Obviously it's 20, it's 2021 and brick and mortars are kind of, uh, it's, it's just an iffy getting hit hard, yeah, Yeah. getting hit hard, possibly even a thing of the past, who knows? So it's, it's not something that, you know, franchising brick and mortar locations is not necessarily something that a lot of people are going to want to get into right now. So I wanted to bring that idea to the online space. Um, Mm -hmm. I obviously, I know my strengths and weaknesses. I am not a website designer. I am not a branding and and PR expert. I am not a a social media expert. So I wanted to find three people that could fill in those areas. And now about, uh, I think, like I said, about four and a half, five months later, we are about to launch my new business called Boss Box um, in about three weeks. And what we will be doing is providing aspiring entrepreneurs with a full service. And the quote is the quote business in a box, which is kind of what they call a franchise. And we will be building them an online business. And then we will be training them into their online business after its completion. That's freaking amazing. That's amazing. I love this. It's so smart. And so many people are going to jump all over that. Seriously, like shit, real talk over here. You and I have talked about this. Like I'm about to invest in a something very similar to that, like a done for you e-commerce store where I literally like say, hi, here's my money. Yep. Turn this into something that's going to generate profit for me month after month. Thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. like how freaking amazing. Right. And cause that's the way that things are going. Like, I mean, they've been going that way for so long, like having an online component at the very least, but then what we've seen over the past year, like you better have something going on online or else you're going to Right. You're not going to succeed. Your business is going to close. And like, yeah. So this is such a cool idea. Thank I'm you. so freaking excited for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. We're really taking the, you know, we're really talking to people, like I said, those aspiring entrepreneurs that maybe don't have the time to put into it or don't want to waste their money, you know, hiring all the wrong people, because I can just see myself as a beginner when I was starting sweat CBD. And I just, I spun my wheels and I wasted so much time and so much money hiring the wrong people, um, you know, looking for help in the wrong places. And mm-hmm. it just, things never clicked because even if I would hire a, a, a series of different people, I felt like the brand identity got lost being passed around from person to person mm. trying to get that help. And so this is going to be somewhere that, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs or people who are looking to really scale their current business, uh, it can come and have everything be in one spot. Like it's, everything yeah. is in-house. We're going to manage ev- literally everything down to like your brand photography. So I'm really excited. It's something it's I'm like so super cool. passionate about. And I just love that, you know, starting sweat CBD has now turned into this and having, you know, several other clients on the side that I help build affiliate programs for as well. So yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, so with all of that, what do you feel like your superpower is or one of them? Like when it comes to not even just business, just kind of in general, extreme organization and hyper productivity. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, (laughs) I think about this all the time because I used to think that everybody was like that. And you know, that's how it goes. Like when we, when we are really good at something, we almost just assume that everybody else is good at it too. But when Mm -hmm. we can realize our strengths compared to what other people need, that's when we can start to monetize it. I I realize that not everybody can get done in one day 
what I get done in one day. And I, and I really think that it, it, it does be, it does set me apart on how fast I can grow because I'm, I'm accomplishing like a week's worth of things in one day. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And that, so I, resonate with you so much in the like former overachiever, like needing to be super busy all the time and have done so much work to like, not be that way as much, like not in an unhealthy way. Cause in the past it was like overachiever, do all the things, be super busy because it looks really important. And, and, and for me, it was such a self-worth thing, you know, like I, I never had enough time for anything and I needed more achievements, more accomplishments, all that kind of stuff to feel like I was worthy. Right. And so I've done a lot of work to, you know, to, to come back from that, if you will, or recover from that, because it's, it's crazy stressful and unfulfilling. And I will say, and let me know if you agree with this, that having that kind of background does make you such a freaking force when you have it balanced in a healthier way, right? Because you know how to tap back into that, like, hyper productivity, hyper focus, but then you have better boundaries with it because like, you know, you've, you've, you've moved away from doing it in a toxic way, but yeah. So I, I totally hear you on that. Yeah. So the difference with me too, is that I, I was the same way. I used to fill my day up and fill my schedule up to validate myself. I used to Mm -hmm. do it as a form of good job, Kelsey, you got a lot done today. And now I, I do it because it feels good. So there is that difference in there. And I had to, you know, very consciously like correct myself too. Cause if don't get me wrong, if there's a day like yesterday that I had nothing past noon, I took my dogs on a walk in the Marina with my husband. I watched a, a movie. Like I did things that don't necessarily have anything to do with work, but on, on a normal day, I'm that schedule is full and it feels good. So this, yes. the second that it doesn't, I'll obviously, you know, step back from that, but that's the difference between, yeah, validating yourself with the busyness and doing and being busy because you love it. Yep. A hundred percent. So then with that, what does right now, because as entrepreneurs, like we go through seasons and things change all the time. And sometimes you're in a season of growth. Sometimes you're in a season of like PR and visibility. Sometimes it's like a quieter season. So what one, what kind of season are you in right now? And what does your kind of day to day or like week look like? Oh yeah. So I am definitely in a season of growth right now because we're building boss box. We're about to launch in, like I said, about three weeks. So everything is kind of getting down to like crunch time now on how Mm -hmm. this is going. But we also, we also prepped so hard for this right at the beginning that we got, I mean, we are very well prepared for our launch. We could have moved it up probably if we wanted to, but at this point, at this point it's set in stone. So we're ready to go. Like if we, if we had someone reach out to us today, we could start, we could start with them tomorrow. So I'm definitely in the growth stage of that, but I'm also working on a course with one of my friends, um, Lori Lefcourt, who I met through our mutual friend, Chris Harder. Um, Lori actually helped me launch my podcast and we both own CPG brands. Um, so we decided to team up on a course that is self-guided for, um, consumer packaged goods, business owners to kind of teach them like the ins and outs of like where to start. Cause it can be a lot. So yeah, yeah, just work. It's a definitely a stage of growth with those things considered. And then yeah, any free time I have, I try to just 
just shut it off. <laughs> Throw on the Real Housewives. There yes, you go. You have some, have some nice tequila and food and yep. all that. <laughs> you got me figured um, out. <laughs> okay. So you are like absolutely an expert when it comes to e-commerce stores, you know, and, and for like physical products as well. So mm-hmm. with Boss Box, is this something purely for e-commerce physical products or like what sort of entrepreneurs? I know you said it's, it's the newer entrepreneurs who maybe don't have a lot of time, maybe don't know how to do this all themselves. So you guys set it up and teach them how to do it. So then maybe in the future they can create and build their own, but like what kind of products and stuff is this really ideal for? We literally, this is what's really cool to me too, is we literally have a program for everyone. Like it can be tech, it could be uh, e-commerce, it could be someone who is a fitness coach, it could be a photographer, it could be Mm -hmm. literally everything because every single one of us that has is working on this has worked in one of those capacities before or with a client of that capacity. So that is, that was something that was really important to me too, is that we could just handle anybody who truly needed our help. And the way that we look at it right now too, is our team is going to be ever growing in a year. Mm -hmm. We hope to each have five, like of us replicated. So we hope there to be five of me, five of the uh, website designers, five of the, the PR and marketing girl, and then five of the social media girl. So we, I mean, we really want to grow this fast, but what's great about this is that if anybody came up to us and had a business that we were not familiar with, we would bring somebody on to be familiar with it. Yeah. So, because we have so much to offer outside of that. And really, when you look at a business as a whole, especially in those beginning stages, there's going to be a lot of groundwork that needs to be laid before you get into like the nitty gritty of what the business is anyways. Mm -hmm. So by the time we we learn with them, though, yeah, we'll still be able to offer them quite a bit. I love that. I love that. So when it comes to running an e-commerce store, because this is something that is very foreign to me, and I'm just, as I mentioned, starting to jump into it and pretty much doing like something very similar to what you're saying. Like, you know, somebody's building it and running it for me. I don't even have to freaking talk about it. It's going to be in the background I'm making my money work for me. Right. And so, so I don't have to learn how to run an e-commerce store (laughs) in doing this, which is really nice. Um, maybe one day, but what are some of your best tips or like best practices with running an e-commerce store? If someone's thinking about getting into one, like what should they know before they take that leap? Like Yeah. Tell us it's, oh my gosh, there's so much. And this is something that like, okay, just to preface this, when I was starting sweat CBD or like literally the, the extent of my business knowledge was you sell a product, you, you create a product or you buy a product and then you sell it. I, I really knew zero about business before I started sweat CBD and Mm -hmm. I learned so much so quick. And so the whole thing has been like such a, like I've been just a sponge to all this information, but I would say like the, the biggest things to consider are to make sure that one, you're calculating in all of your other costs into your product as Mm. well, because there's Mm -hmm. so many unexpected costs to running an e-commerce store or to running a business that people just think like, okay, cool. Like if I buy this product for $10, I can sell it for double. And then that's it. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the labels and customs and like, depending, you know, so much can go into it. Exactly. So there's so much more to consider. So I would just say like, before you, you know, before you you start doing anything to really consider what those costs could potentially be. And if anything, overestimate those costs. Um, yes, because otherwise yes. what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself working a lot 
for a very little and you're going to get frustrated and burnt out and it's not going to go anywhere. Um, the other most important thing I would say is that about a year ago now, I finally built out an affiliate program for my mm. e-commerce business. And mm -hmm. I can't even tell you the amount of level that of stress that has taken off of me personally, because you basically have 70 other people out there doing what you do, which is yes. talking about your product. And you as a business owner can only, you know, say so much on your social media platform. You can only talk to so many people. You can only attend so many events and talk to, you know, that amount of people every day. You can only put out so many ads yeah. and emails and whatever. At one point you have to basically replicate yourself. And that's what affiliate marketing does. Yes. My affiliate program in month one of um, starting it, we brought on 70 affiliates and we tripled our revenue in less than a month. Holy shit. So I would say <laughs> building an affiliate amazing. program was the best thing that I ever did for my e-commerce brand. And like I said, now the business truly runs itself. Um, I, I don't have to do a lot. I really don't anymore. That's incredible. Incredible. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, cause we've talked about this a ton, but affiliates referrals, that sort of thing. Like it's, it's connected to PR because yep. you're leveraging those third parties and exactly what you said, like many hands makes light work. Like you can only say how amazing you are so much and people are only going to listen to you so much. So getting other people who are like, they see the vision, they see the value in the products and they're telling their audience how incredible it is. Hell freaking yes. Like I'm all about that kind of leverage. So that is so cool that you saw those results so, so fast. Would you say there's like a bad time to start an affiliate program? Like, should, should you do it right out of the gate or maybe wait till you're more established? So, so one of the things that I, I definitely was afraid to start one right away because I thought it yeah. was going to cost me a lot of money. Um, huh, and, okay. and I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions that there could be about affiliate marketing. People assume that, okay, if I build out an affiliate program, I'm going to have to have to give away so much free product and mm -hmm. it's going to cost me so much money. But what I always tell people is if you're afraid to give away 10 to 20% of your profit, then, I mean, 10 to 20% of, of, you know, a lot is still a lot <laughs> or is still yeah. a little lot, if that makes sense. Like you're, you're giving away a portion, but you're also bringing in so much more. So right. you have to look at it as, you know, that's not an expense. It is, it's you profiting off of somebody else, basically promoting your product and, and, you know, using their platform to talk about you. But I think that uh, what people assume too, is that they're going to have to give away all this free product and, and you don't, uh, what I did mm -hmm. in my program You're is so actually, smart with it. So smart. Yeah. You, you build us. in a, a buy-in component. So you have to, you, you, you can choose if you, if your product is a low cost product and you factor in that you can afford to give each affiliate a free product every time that they sign up, then that's, that's wonderful. And that's a great perk to your program. But what I did because CBD is a higher cost item is that I actually had the people, uh, the affiliates buy in. So not only one, am I covering my costs then to, you know, make sure that they join or to, 
to join without making sure that I have to give away product, but also I am making sure that they are serious about it. I don't mm-hmm. want, I don't want a whole bunch of people just signing up for, to be an affiliate, which is also then extra work for me to onboard right. them if they're not actually going to promote. So obviously I give them a 40% discount on all their products, but I'm still at least covering my costs. And then, like I said, then I know they're serious and they actually want to be a part of the program. Yeah, absolutely. It's so, yeah, so, so smart. I love how you have that set up and I love that it's doing so freaking well. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so with that, because we're talking about CBD, obviously tell us a little bit more about CBD and like the benefits of it. Like I, I freaking love CBD as, as we already talked about, like I've got yours literally on my desk. You have incredible gummies as well. Um, it's funny because I don't, with a lot of CBD products, I don't often feel the effects like in a noticeable way, Yeah. but like I feel them in a very subtle way and be like, yeah, I think I had less anxiety that day or something like that. But with yours, I can really feel that calming effect and like soothing, steady groundedness, like hit me. And it's not like you're, you're having like a THC gummy or, or something like that, where you like get high quote unquote. So tell everybody a little bit more about CBD, because I'm assuming the audience like is familiar with it, but just in case. Yeah, for sure. So like I said, the, the reason that I started the, the, the company was because I wanted to relieve myself of anxiety selfishly. At first it was like, I, I saw the benefits of what it did to me. And I'm like, wow. I mean, if it can make me feel this good and I had a ton of anxiety, so if it can make me feel this good, I bet it can help so many other people. Um, so anxiety was really like the core of why I, I started the, the company. Um, but after you take it for one thing, you realize so many more things. So I noticed, I started Mm -hmm. noticing, wow, I am sleeping so much better because what it does is like, it relaxes your mind and then lets you fall asleep and stay asleep naturally. You know, whereas if you're taking like a sleeping pill or, or NyQuil or something like that to force yourself to sleep, you're, you're being exactly that you're being forced to sleep and you're waking up groggy. Um, and there's no grogginess, um, after Mm -hmm. you wake up after taking CBD. So it's a very natural and good, solid sleep. Um, obviously when you're sleeping better, you're focusing better, you're in a better mood. Um, and the reason that I actually named the, um, brand sweat was because I noticed that there was one, definitely a gap in the fitness industry where CBD and cannabis as a whole was being used because it really does have so many benefits for um, recovery and then focus and motivation going into your workout as well. So mm-hmm. um, it's actually 20 times stronger than taking aspirin or ibuprofen for inflammation. So great for oh, muscle recovery. So yeah, I always tell people like take a gummy before your workout and just watch how hyper-focused you are and how good you feel while you're doing the workout. And then Mm -hmm. obviously you're going to have the recovery benefits after the workout is over as well. So honestly, the benefits list is it's endless and it's sometimes overwhelming to tell people. So usually I try to like understand people's pain points and then I let them figure out the, the rest yeah. of the benefits. By it's themselves. like, <laughs> it's like coconut oil. It's like, Oh, what, what you got going on? Throw some coconut oil on yeah. it. You need to moisturize your hair, your skin, yeah. you need like coconut oil, CBD yeah. there. Yeah. You need nothing else. You're yeah. done. You're ready. <laughs> One of the things I think that's really important to clarify or specify is that we're talking about how effective it is for sleep. And I also mentioned how I'll take it in the morning, like when I'm sitting down to work, if I'm feeling a little anxiety or I'm not feeling like as focused and calm as I need. So it's not 
something that makes you sleepy. Right. Right. Like it's not going to like, just make you feel sleepy and like put you to sleep, like Benadryl or something or some sleep aid pill or whatnot, but it, it helps your body and your nervous system like slow down and calm down, which can be effective just in your normal day. And like you said, even with a workout too. Yeah. I always tell people too, it just, it helps your body and mind to function at their most optimal level. So whatever you're doing Mm -hmm. in that moment, you're going to do it better. So if you are sitting down to work and you need to focus, you're going to focus to work out, you're going to work out harder. If you need to go to sleep, you're going to fall asleep naturally. So it's, it's basically just do it, helping you do whatever you're doing a little bit better. Yes. I love <laughs> kind of like that. the best way to describe it. Are you a growing entrepreneur looking for more visibility? Do you want to stand out as the authority and expert that you are? Do you want more leads, more dream clients coming to you asking about how they can work with you? Do you want to sell out your programs and have a stacked wait list? Are you finally ready to scale your business and create more results with less effort? then you need the PR Accelerator, a hybrid program where we will teach you or somebody on your team how to do your own public relations, how to secure more podcast interviews, more media features, more speaking gigs, more collaborations, and ultimately more authoritative visibility so that you can scale your influence, your impact, and your income with ease. To learn more, visit laurensalon.com PR accelerator. That's laurensalon.com slash PR dash accelerator. Related to CBD, obviously, you also do some work in the overall cannabis industry. So THC as well, your husband's in that world. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on there, because I know over the one, I mean, we live in California, so that's a big industry here. One of the, one of the biggest for sure. And with everything, like so much becoming legal over the last several years there, like we've seen so many cannabis companies and yeah. And so much growth in that industry. And it's still like a little bit like the wild, wild West, right? Cause yeah. you've got all these people who were probably operating illegally for many, many years who are like, Oh yeah. wait, now we get to like talk about yeah. what we're up to and do it more like publicly. Awesome. So so yeah, so I'd love for you to share a bit more about what it's like and like all that. Yeah. So so tell us because I have like more questions about this. Too. There's there's a couple of things that I do too. So um, I actually work directly with a lot of um, cannabis breeders, and what we do is we sell their their seeds that they it's called pheno hunt. So they basically are creating these new strains, and they're very very exclusive strains, and then we are selling them to um, licensed facilities all over the country. So we basically are helping people start their own cannabis facilities with these very exclusive exclusive seeds. And then yeah, also oh, look at that. It, it's yeah, it's really so fun. Fancy. And okay, let me preface this by saying like I'm a girl from small town Wisconsin that literally <laughs> <laughs> I had no I, I just didn't know anything about cannabis at all um until I met my husband 5 years ago. Yeah. And basically well, I've been put through like cannabis university. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, and it's like like with the specification and the varieties and all that, like you can look at cannabis, like wine, like chocolate, like very, very, like there's so much variety and so much science that goes into it. It's it's fascinating. It's extremely fascinating. And when I see people, you know, creating like a single seed and selling it for thousands of dollars, that's art. Like that is, wait for real. 
Yeah. Like, here's the one of the this strain that's perfect I mean, and beautiful yes. and you can have one seed. It could take them years <laughs> to find that wow. perfect mate. Like, and it's just, it, it's, it's amazing. And I am still learning so much. I would never even like remotely call myself an expert on it. My husband, on the other hand, is like, he, he knows like everything there is to know about it. And so he, every time he has the opportunity to, he's teaching me. Um, and he is actually working on a new project right now as well, which is a massive um, uh, licensed facility here in California. And so I'm going to get to be a part of that as well on the distribution side and help him with branding and marketing and doing all that fun stuff since I have so developed cool. a product before. So it's really cool to be able to work together in that sense. Most of the work we do is very separate just because we've realized that like, we're together so much as it is like it's probably good for us to have our own things but I'm really excited for this kind of new venture and yeah it's just interesting like I never thought that that would be something you know in my in my portfolio I guess yeah but at the same time like I also don't turn down an opportunity to one learn and to it you know make really good money because yeah that's that's the thing is I'm trying to you know have like as many revenue streams as I can. And so if I can, you know, work a little bit here and do a little bit here and keep myself busy and keep myself like excited about new things, that's, that's what I want to do. So. Absolutely. Oh, I hear you with that. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit more about, um, being like both being entrepreneurs, like being married to an entrepreneur as well, both like working for yourselves and both working from home quite a bit too. Right. Yes. How, how is that? Honestly, I know this is going to sound like so cliche, but like (laughs) my husband is truly my, my best friend in the world. And, uh, we, we don't get sick of each other. Like we really, really don't. Um, there was not even a time during quarantine that I was ever sick of him. Like I saw so many other people like, Oh my God, I just can't even look at my husband or my boyfriend. I just like, I need my space. And don't get me wrong. Like I was during the middle of quarantine, all I wanted to do was like, go have like a wild night with my girlfriends and just like, you know, just, just like let loose. But something like that. Yes. But I, I probably would have gotten like 30 minutes into it and been like, damn, I wonder what Ian's doing. Yeah. doing I wonder what yeah. he's watching I wonder what, I know. Like, what, what he's having yeah <laughs> so yeah I mean honestly it really really works for us and and we're kind of at that point too where we're kind of we're considering having a baby in the next maybe like year or so and so I keep telling him like I don't want to be the parents that are like you know like all I don't know just stressed out because they have a kid and they stop traveling and stop doing all that stuff yeah. and He's like, okay, Kelsey, you have to look at our life though. Like we don't, we already don't operate like a conventional like people because we own our own businesses and we don't operate like a conventional couple. So what makes you think that we would be conventional parents? And I'm like, you know, that's probably true, but it's still kind of scary. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. I, I can't complain at all. He is very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. What? So, okay. So with that, cause, cause yeah, you, I mean, we've talked about this so many times and stuff and you guys have such an awesome relationship and especially to be able to be business partners and not like full-time business partners, yeah. but have, have things that you work on together. Like not all couples can do that, nor do no. they want to. And it can create lots of problems, if you will, and opportunities for growth. So what would be some advice around like working with your spouse or both being entrepreneurs or things that have been helpful for you guys in having such a healthy and smooth business partnership, working relationship, entrepreneurial relationship, and then also marriage. 
I think that the biggest thing for us is like, I respect him and he respects me. So I don't go like just treading on his territory. Like if there is something that is, has to do with like sales or something that has to do with like the more like logistical side of like what it is. I, that is his, that's, that's him. I'm not going to go in there and give my two cents just to give my two cents and, you know, be, and and try to sound like I know what I'm talking about. And the same thing, he would never come to me and have me or in, and try to give me advice on what I do. So I think that's just a respect because I know personally, like if somebody comes up to me and tells me like to do something, I already know how to do like, how annoying is that? <laughs> so I, yeah. it is, it's like, I know I've been doing this for a long time and I'm very good at you're it. Like, Thank you. Hi, you're stepping into my world right yeah. now. Can you like, yeah, like just hush. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just really respecting each other and like having those boundaries. Like I know what he's good at. He knows what I'm good at. And we don't cross paths in that sense, but we're also very like encouraging of each other in like, mm-hmm. again, it sounds so cheesy. I'm not a cheesy ass Own but, it. Own <laughs> it. It's okay. Yeah, We just really like, yeah, we just, we really support each other and lift each other up. Like yesterday I was just having like a shit day and yeah. I just knew that like every 15 minutes he'd be coming back to my office here like hey how's it going how you doing Mm -hmm. got that energy up like are things good like you know like that kind of stuff he picks me up when I'm like you know just having a shitty day and vice versa if I can see he's like dragging his feet one day I'm like why don't you go on a walk why don't you go do this like let's let's increase that energy and just start fresh so yeah I think it's just really like understanding that like you no longer when you are married, like you're no, it's no longer just you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge mistake that people make. Um, it's a team. And if you don't want it to be a team then you probably shouldn't have got married. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so important too, when you are married and in a partnership, because as, as everybody knows, who's listening, um, divorce was part of my, um, transformation, if you will, in 2020. Um, And yeah, and I, I very much believe that when you're in a relationship that you, yes, you still put yourself and your vision and your goals, like all that kind of stuff and, and filling up your cup, you put that first. And that doesn't mean you do that. Like, like, you know, at the detriment of your relationship by any means or anything, but I think it's so important to make sure you are like fulfilled and happy and like good. And then you can pour into your partnership and your partner so much, but yeah, I think it's so important to still maintain like those things that are, are for you and yours and, and maintain some level of independence, but then yes, like realizing that you don't, you can't just be like individuals operating who are like, Oh, Hey, what's up? How was your day? Great. Okay, cool. You know, and like assuming the relationship piece and the partnership partnership piece is just going to like be cool. Like it takes intention. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I think like the reason that we're able to, to work so well together, like I said, and the reason that we're able to like, you know, lift each other up in that sense. And is because we both have so much of our own things going on. Yeah. Like I, I like, I fill up my own cup every day by running, you know, 
multiple businesses. Like that's what fills me up. That's what keeps me excited. I also like have a, an hour and a half to two hours every day that I dedicate just to like my health and, and that fills me up. So I'm definitely doing those things to keep Kelsey, Kelsey, but yeah. being the best me also makes me a better wife to him and same thing for him. So when he's out there, you know, doing his things that make him happy, working on his cars and, and building his businesses, like he comes back home to me as a better person. And yeah, I feel like you def yeah, you definitely have to take care of yourself in order to take care of Absolutely. somebody else. Yeah. Um, but also there has to be, like I said, that, that even line of, it's not all about me. I I'm doing my thing to make me happy, mm -hmm. but it's also about him too. Yep. Yep. There's a give and take a hundred percent. Totally agree with you on that. So, okay. So we talked a little bit about like, you know, how it's been to work more closely over the past year and all those changes and everything. How has, so shit, shit at the fan in 2020. Right. And like, I know you and I have talked about all the things so much and so many changes, so many like major shifts, transformations, you name it. What have been some of your biggest lessons from the past year? Okay. So going, I, I literally will never forget this. Like the day, so the day that quarantine started last year, like the actual lockdown in California was my birthday. It was my, no. it was March 17th. And I remember I had plans to go out to dinner and I was super excited and I came home and on the news, they're like, everything's going to be shut yeah. down, you know? So and I, I think we were, we were together. Like was that before or after? Cause so, so, so side note, Kelsey and I know each other through yeah. being in a mastermind together. And we had an in-person like mastermind retreat event, literally like the week before everything shut down. <laughs> that was on like the 12th and the 13th. Yeah. And then, so I went out to Arizona to our house and my family uh, came from Wisconsin and we celebrated my birthday that weekend in Arizona. I came back to California on the 16th and then the 17th, everything shut down. And I remember sitting there pouting like a little mm -hmm. baby that I no longer got to have a birthday. And it was <laughs> everything. the only thing I want to do for my birthday is eat. Like anybody who knows me knows that I just want to eat like a really good meal. And they shut everything down. I was so upset, but I remember saying, all right, you're just going to pout today. But then tomorrow, if this is like a real thing, and this is at the time, remember, we thought it was going to last two months. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to come out of this in two months and have done nothing. I don't want to yeah. be sitting on my ass for two months and then feel like shit about myself after two months because I sat here. So what am I going to do tomorrow to like start like making those moves and start like, you know, feeling like I'm, I'm accomplishing something in this downtime because at the time in my business too, I was, I, I was like five days a week going out and standing at events and doing trade shows and pop-ups and talking to people about sweat CBD and selling sweat, sweat CBD. And it was a lot. So once that was done, I'm like, all right, now this is my time to really focus on e-commerce. And I basically got a one year crash course in how to like master e-commerce and build an affiliate program because Amazing. of it. So mm -hmm. I would say like my biggest lesson was that like to stop having excuses for anything because mm. if 2020, I didn't use 2020 as an excuse and I actually used it as kind of like fire to love it, to, to, to push me a little bit further and grow and learn more in areas that I not, I wouldn't necessarily have had life continued on normally. So yeah, I think that was probably the biggest lesson is just to like, you're only making excuses to yourself. The world and the universe doesn't care about your excuses. It's only slowing yourself down really. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that so, so much. And what would you say over the past year have been like some of the unexpected, like beautiful things and nice surprises that came out of um, what could have been just a really unfortunate and, and in many ways, of course, was a very unfortunate situation. But I think being able to like turn lemons into lemonade is such an important skill, especially as entrepreneurs. Absolutely. But what are some of the things that outside of that, like, you know, just like digging in and going for it and taking those opportunities, like some of those fun surprises along the way, um, that happened that you weren't really anticipating. So obviously, um, having the time to kind of like physically pull myself away from things Mm. gave me a lot of time to like be a little bit more creative and really think about things that I wanted to do like boss box. Like, I feel like that those things would have never happened had I not had that like forced time to just kind of like stay at home and be by myself and think about like, how do I see my life in, you know, a year from now, three years from now, whatever. Um, so really the time to be creative, I think was a really big one. Um, and then also the time that I got to have with my family, like you would think in this, in this time, like that, you know, we wouldn't get to see each other as much, but I think it all kind of, kind of put a little bit of like scaredness into us. Like, I want to see you guys more. And I honestly saw myself, myself, I saw my family, um, like my mom, my dad, and my two brothers who, and their two girlfriends who are like everything to me. Um, obviously besides my husband, it's just, if I was just on a a planet with just them, I would honestly just be so complete, but I love that they like, we all kind of felt like, you know, we're not, I think it kind of gave us that sense of like, you're not really guaranteed time. Like who knows what can happen. Um, and so in 2020, we saw each other more than we had in maybe like the three years prior combined, which is we drove to each other. We flew to each other. We just had them. I mean, they would just come out to Arizona and stay with my husband and I for like a week at a time, everyone would, because they also had the flexibility to do school and work from home. So mm-hmm. it was, yeah, I mean, that's, I, it's I, so special. Yeah. To be able to was. do that. And we have gotten so much closer in this past year because of it. Um, so, I mean, again, I hate to always be insensitive and say like the 2020 was like great because I know for a lot of people, it really sucked and things beyond my control or beyond their control that I didn't have to deal with. So I have right. empathy for that, but I also, I, I had the best year of my life. Like, truly. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I can say the same and 2020 had oh, like, holy cow, so much, oh, so much pain, transformation, tough, tough, tough stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can still say like, absolutely one of the best, most transformative years of my life. And like, I don't feel bad saying that, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I absolutely know it was very difficult for so many people. And there were parts that were crazy difficult for me too. And I completely agree with you that it helped to slow things down and helped you to really get reconnected with what really matters. Right. And what's really important. And, and family is one of my core values as well. And I completely agree with you. Like it forced us all to slow down and be like, wait, 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 what do I want more of in my life? And like, tomorrow's not guaranteed. So why am I waiting to do X, Y, Z or to, to spend more time with so-and-so or see my family more, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I completely agree with you. I honestly too think that it gave me almost this sense of like, you know, when like you feel like 
I don't know, this is bad to say, but I almost felt like <laughs> the world, the world could be ending. Like I really uh, didn't yeah. know. So I, I kind of like let every day just be like a little bit more like fun. I incorporated like more fun or more yes. things that I enjoy instead of being like so serious about things. Cause I can get on this like role where I, I, I get so focused for like weeks at a time. And then all of a sudden it's like, I am just like a horse with blinders on and all I can see is like the grind. And I think being like, well, you know, I don't know, the world might end tomorrow. I should probably go do something fun or I should probably yeah. go have this, this great meal. I mean, that, that, that bottle of wine is looking really good right now. Cause the world could end tomorrow. Like I just, was kind of I, like, I agree like, with you so much on that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. So what are, because I, also fun is one of my core values as yeah. well. And I like even shit, it's not up right here, but in some of my mantras, like I literally say the more fun I have, the more money I make, the more I play, the more money I make. And mm -hmm. it is true. It is true. I have proven it to myself over and over again. So what are some of the things that you do to have more fun in your life? Like, what are some of these things that yeah, just well, to like play and just for fun? Like I said, uh, Ian and I love to like, just plan little like weekend trips. So like San Diego is like our favorite place ever. Um, obviously during COVID that was kind of like a different, different thing. Like we weren't going on these weekend trips. Um, that's like our normal to do is just, you know, like I said, work and then Friday afternoon go and come back Sunday, like just change up scenery. We'd like to go eat at new restaurants and go, you know, see new sites and, and do fun things like that. Um, but during COVID, that was a different story. So we did a lot of like hiking. We took the boat out on the, the river a lot. Um, we just still cook a lot. I bought, we went and bought like this really badass smoker and we're it was like, we were smoking like all kinds of meats. Like every day we just like, like a campfire all the time. Seriously, all the time. <laughs> we were like making like homemade beef jerky and like, just, it was fun. Just, I mean, we found ways to entertain ourselves, but as I'm fine, as I'm saying all this, um, I'm noticing the trend here in my fun is food. So yeah, um, that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that. <laughs> that's like, that's a big thing for us, but. Okay. So you got a smoker, but I want to know, this is actually one of my questions already. What was like a super random purchase in the last year? So mine, for example, I bought a bidet when we had like the toilet paper shortage, which was like, why the fuck did I that even it. happen? Like, know, why I was know. there a panic and a rush on toilet paper of all things? People are like, the world's ending. What do I do with all my shit? Right? Yep. Like, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, uh, so I bought a bidet. That's great. Also, actually. I'm obsessed with it. Anytime <laughs> I go somewhere that doesn't have one, I'm like, oh, I just miss my bidet and my squatty potty. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. Well, First, I mean, I think Amazon, like, I mean, we should have, we did take some to stock out on Amazon solely based off of how many things we were just <laughs> purchasing on Amazon just for fun, like random, random things to keep us entertained. But um, I would say probably the, the impulse buy was um, my Jeep. That was, oh. I, I, yeah. I saw it online and I literally flew, flew to uh, Dallas the next day to pick it up and drove it back. So yeah. That and was, it's so cool. It's like a lime green, like lime badass, green. like monster Jeep. It's, it's got so a snorkel cool. on it so I can go underwater. <laughs> it's so like swim with it. it. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's got all the, the fun stuff that, you know, I mean, my, my husband likes to off-road too, like with his, um, like side-by-sides and his FJ and, and that kind of stuff. So now I can trail ride behind him and be a, 
be, be a yeah. good teammate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's super fun. Super fun. Okay. What is something that you are incredibly proud of? Like a big, a big win or accomplishment. Um, yeah. Or even something small. I would say that I'm definitely proud of myself for, this is going to sound kind of generic, but I'll explain. So like just changing my mindset. So I had a mindset like for 24 20 or 25 years of my life. That was very much so like, this is what life's going to look like. You're going to go to work. You're going to work for somebody. You're going to get married. You're going to have kids. You're going to go back and, you know, live in Wisconsin and just like, that's going to be it. Like, and I wasn't ever excited about life because I just thought that that's what it was supposed to look like. And I wasn't really like thinking outside of that box. And again, for some people that might be what life looks like, and that might be enough for you. But for me, it wasn't. So I was, Mm -hmm. I was like hindering a part of me that I, I was too scared to like let out because I, I I didn't trust myself enough or know what I was good at enough. Um, So I'm very proud of the transformation I made in seeing my skill set and seeing what I'm capable of and really leaning on that and trusting in that. And because Mm -hmm. of that, like my whole life is changed, like completely changed in the last two years. Amazing. What are some of the things that you did to refine, strengthen, sharpen your mindset? I honestly scare myself, like scare myself as Mm. much as possible. So like do things that literally felt like I was going to throw up when I did them. (laughs) Like I, there's so many things. I mean, starting a podcast was a big one that I more recent that I can think about, but like I had bought the equipment over like, I mean, like a year and a half ago, but I was just not holding myself accountable to like actually start. <laughs> and yeah, so I hear you on that. <laughs> I literally said, okay, I found somebody who was going to like, um, help me produce like the first eight episodes. And then I paid them a very large sum of money <laughs> to very, to really hold myself accountable and said, help me do this. And like, then I know I'll, I'll be on my way. And now it's like, one of my favorite things to do is my podcast, but yes. I, I had to, I, I had to, I had to force myself into it because I knew I was just going to like diddle daddle if I didn't. And I mean, that goes for so many things too, just like forcing myself to stand up in front of people and talk and for, I don't know, just, yeah, little stuff like that. Yeah. It wasn't just like one day I just woke up and was like, you are a strong, confident woman and you're <laughs> capable of so much. It was like, it, it was little by little. It was a lot of like tiny things that I realized weren't so scary. And a lot of things that then those things then led to me having more confidence and really realizing like what I'm good at and how valuable mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And like, as cliche as that is, it's true. And another cliche for everybody that is also true, like feel the fear and follow it, right? Like do the thing anyway, because typically fear, like on the other side of fear is growth is transformation. And, And it's a different kind of fear of like, oh, I'm afraid for my safety and I'm going to die. But like when we're faced with new challenges and things that are unfamiliar, like that triggers that feeling in our body when you're not going to freaking die. Right. And so just like leaning into that. And if something scares you, like that's a a sign to look into it more. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love that. What's something lately that's really challenging for you? Like currently, like, like that you're like, oh, this, this stuff right now is really hard and like kind of, and just like, keeping you up at night these days. Yeah. 
So, okay, this is actually a really good question um, because it, it's like very fresh me, like right before we jumped on this call, I was like dealing with this and it was, it, it's, a, it's a lot to do with um, boundaries, but in the sense mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm, I was at one point, not too long ago, exchanging a lot of my time for money. And now I realize that I don't need that money. And so how do I trans, like, how do I take that idea that I don't need that money anymore, but still be of use to that person and not, not just like cut them off. I guess it's really hard to explain. Like, I don't want to, okay, I'm going to give you an example here. So this is easier. I have a set, a client that I work with and what we had initially begun doing, it was great. And it was worth, worth the money. And now it is transformed into something completely different and it doesn't feel right to me. So mm -hmm. with that client, how do I say, how do I say, I, you know, I still want to help you, but I can no longer be all of this for you. Um, yeah. Because one, I don't need to trade the time for money anymore and it just doesn't feel right. So I guess it really comes back to boundaries. Like yeah. I need to, I need to work on, um, yeah, just letting people know like what I will and will not do, um, and respecting my time a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Abs. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so with that too, like, cause you talked about like it not feeling right. And so right. I, I talk so much, like, you know, this so much about intuition, trusting your gut, trusting yourself, being able to listen to yourself. And I, for one, like it took me so long to get back to trusting myself and trusting my intuition. And that is freaking like my gut, my intuition, one of my top, top, top superpowers. And now like, I know if something's a yes or no, like in a second, yeah. most of the time. And so what has been helpful for you to like, be able to better listen to yourself and to feel like to actually feel in your body when something feels wrong or off, and maybe it's a subtle thing, or maybe it is that business partnership where you're like, well, I'm getting paid for this. And like, right. that's good yeah. for a while. So I should just keep doing it because I'm getting right. paid for it. And this is exactly. like what I want to do. Right. Like right. what has helped you like really sharpen your intuition and, and that gut sense. I'm very in tune with my body physically. So like I always have been, like I've been, you know, very active my whole life. And so like, I can feel if like I eat a food that like doesn't agree with me in like, like minutes, like I know my body like very, very well, like physically, but I do struggle like mentally in that capacity with like really uh, like listening to myself. And it's something that I'm definitely still working on. Um, but I will, I'm a very extreme person. So I'll push myself until I can't do it anymore. And then I'll probably have, I'll probably like freak out and then be like, okay, that's my sign. Um, yeah. but I need to get, what I'm working on is getting a little bit better at seeing that earlier on. So I don't reach that point of like, what the hell is going on? Super oh frustrated. Like I want to cry. Yes. Like I was talking about that frustration cry. So yeah, that's a work in progress. I definitely can't say I have that all figured out. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I, I relate to that so much. I used to literally have to like hit a wall yeah. before I'd be like, Oh, so that slight nudge I've been hearing like that whisper the past yep. year, Oh, it was trying That's to prevent me from having a full-on mental breakdown, anxiety yep. attack every yep. week situation. Got it. Okay. I'll pay attention to that better. Yeah. I yeah. used to be like that all the time. And you're right. It is such a continuous 
process to refine that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I when, love that. And when I work with someone too, like I am going to give you my all, like I am going to act like your business is my business and I have all of my money invested in it. That's just how I am. Like, I don't want to attach myself to something if I'm not going to give it a hundred percent. And so I, that's kind of the struggle there as well is like everything that I'm doing, I want to do so much, but like so much is not necessarily always needed of me. Like that's not, that's not the best. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm, it's not the best use of my time to be giving everybody everything. Um, so yeah, I need to work on, I need to work on a lot of things, Lauren. I'm, I'm, I definitely <laughs> don't have it all figured out, but you oh, know what? Never, I'm trying and that's all that do. matters. <laughs> Yeah, we're all doing the best we can with the tools and information we have, and we get better, hopefully, yeah. every single day. Yes. We learn and, more every day. And, and the great thing is, like, every day, right? Exactly. And the great thing is, I can feel myself changing every day. And I could mm. start to feel that, you know, years ago when I say that I had the, you know, a transformation, it was kind of this feeling. So it's kind of cool to think that now I'm still transforming. And what will I look like in a year or two years or whatever? So, yes. yeah. And it's, it, you're, yes. you're never really going to have it figured out. It's just, you got to just yeah. keep going. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So I have a few, a couple more questions. I okay. like, we, I could talk to you. you we know this, like we've yeah. had so we, many long FaceTimes and calls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know that health and fitness is obviously a major priority for you. Like what are yeah. some of your habits to keep you like physically and mentally feeling healthy and good? Right. Um, okay. Just to preface this question, I had a very unhealthy relationship with food and exercise um, previously in my life. I had an eating disorder when I was like 21 and I got down mm. to like 86 pounds. And um, oh gosh. Uh, just, I think it was a combination of like my anxiety and just a lack of control in my life. And that was yeah. something that I, I had control of and, right, and I right. kind of clung to that. Um, so I definitely worked myself out of it. I tried to go into like therapy for it one time and like this lady just pissed me off and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going back anymore. And so I figured out how to get myself out of that by myself. And I think that also has to do with my love and appreciation for good food and, and that, you know, and, and just the, the, the feeling of just like, just, you know, eating what you want and enjoying mm -hmm. it and having it bring people together. And so anyways, I, I definitely, it, it's, it's, it's been a work in progress for me to get to the point that I'm at now. Um, but one of the, a lot of the things that I like to do, I like to, I like to lift. I used to run a lot. So I just kind of, you know, I, I don't do that as much anymore. I like to go on like long walks or hikes. Um, but I think it's all about like listening your, to your body. And so, I'm very hypersensitive to forcing myself into exercise because I used to do that mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. So if something doesn't feel right in the moment, it doesn't feel like I want to, then I don't. Um, but what I've realized is that because I don't make myself, I want to do it so much more. And as a result, mm -hmm. I've become so much happier and have such a better like relationship with, with it. Um, because it's not like a, it's not like a chore anymore. It's like, I'm doing this because it makes me feel good and it helps me focus during work and be my se best self on like calls like this. And, you know, just be nicer really <laughs> to everybody mm -hmm. around me. So yeah, it just listen to your listen to your body because if you force yourself to do it, it's going to become like a negative thing, and it it's going to lose its luster and and fun. Absolutely, yep, absolutely agree with that. Um, okay, so a couple more questions. Sure. Tell us about a time when you really like decided to stand out on your own or like make a bold decision, like own something that was true for you that you were like scared to take action on or speak up about, um, even if you were like 
terrified to do so. Oh my Whether God. it's business or like anything. Hmm. Um, no, sorry, okay. hitting you with a hard one. No, I'm just thinking it's like a deep question. I'm like, wow, this is like a really good question. So, so something maybe that has like really, really like challenged me or like really scared me, um, is to actually join my first mastermind, which I mm. met you at. That was like a really, it wasn't really like standing up for myself, but I was standing up in front of people and declaring who I am and what yeah. I do. And I had really been hiding behind my brand and my business up until that point, because I was too scared to be like, hi, this is me, Kelsey. I do this and it might fail. Um, it might succeed. I'm not really sure. Um, and I think just being scared to like attach myself to like that unknown was probably one of the scariest things that I've done. Um, but it honestly, like it changed how I like feel about myself really. Cause I got in there. I'm like, Oh my God, it's actually not that bad. And I'm in a room with like my peers and I feel like I am, I'm doing okay. Like it was like, kind of like a reassurance to me that like, you know, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't far behind people or you as kind of like a, what I was assuming I yeah. was, I guess. I love that. I love that. And, and I can say like the growth I've seen in you just in the past year, since like we met in that mastermind, shout out Chris and Lori Harder, Fast Foundation yes. Mastermind. Um, it's like you, you have done so much. And like, I'm so grateful to call you like a good friend of mine through that. And that wouldn't have been possible had you not like taken that leap for yourself. So I'm grateful for it too. And so, okay, I have one, one more juicy question okay. for you. So okay. obviously this this show, we are all about like helping people really own their truth, like use their voice, like be more you out in the world, right? And live like abundantly, authentically, and in the most aligned way. So what's one key piece of advice or a couple things, like an action item, quote, thought, question, whatever, that would support people who are looking to stand out and live just like unapologetically bold, aligned, and more free, I guess, as, as themselves more authentically. So, okay. This is, this is great. I, I love answering like questions like this, because I think that one thing that everyone needs to realize is that we spend so much time. And this, this is me speaking from like full experience. We spend so much time worried about if we're going to fail in front of people or what we're going to look like in front of people, or, you know, what people are going to think about it. Like one thing to remember actually too, first of all, you care about you more than anybody else cares about you. And hundred percent yeah, stop thinking about what everybody else is thinking about you. Cause chances are they probably you're not are that not. important. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're not. So just do what you want to do because at the end of the day, you are the one that has to report back to yourself. And if you feel good about what you're doing at the end of every day, then you're winning. Like you're, yes. you're winning. And that's, and if you're, if you're making yourself happy and making yourself proud, that's, that's really all that matters. I love it. I love it. Yes. Okay. So to, to wrap it all up. So number one, everybody can get their hands on some sweat CBD in the description. We've got a link to go check that out as well as everything else that Kelsey is up to, but tell everybody where they can find you. 
Sure. So it's at Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y dot airs, which is E-Y-E-R-S. And then you can follow the Instagram at sweat CBD as well. And then my new business will be launching, like I said, on March 5th, and that will be at the dot boss box and boss box is B-O-S-X-B-O-X-X. So you can look for a lot of business advice and tips and tricks there. And yeah, I'm just excited. So thank you so much. You are so welcome. Can't wait to see all of this happen and the continued growth and impact that you're making in the world. And thank you so, so much for joining us today. This was so much fun. And you, of course, will be back. And I I just adore you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful, and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you help me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five-star rating, write a quick review, and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice, and keep being you. Because the world needs more of your magic.